0: Happy opening day, mates. We have got an amazing show to get you ready for the 2022 season. Seattle Mariners right-handed pitcher Logan Gilbert is joining us today. We also have all our predictions, our MVP candidates, our division winners, rookie of the years. We go pretty deep into the weeds to give you predictions on who you should be following. A lot of fun. I'm just so happy it's opening day. Before we get started, make sure you click subscribe. If you're new to the show, make sure you tell your friends. Leave us a review, too. That really helps when you leave reviews over at Apple or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this podcast. All right, I want to get right to it. We have got so much to get to, plus Logan Gilbert's about to join us before he gets on a plane to head off to start his season in Minnesota. It's cold up there. Hopefully you brought a jacket. All right. I'm going to leave you to it as Grant Balfour, Coey the Apprentice join me right here on the top step. No matter what happens, Ryan Roland Smith has something to tell his grandkids right here. First appearance of the big <laughs> leagues. Fame. <laughs> Especially if he strikes them out. Here comes the one-two pitch to junior now. The breaking ball. He struck him out. Yeah, that will be a story for the rest of his life <laughs> as he strikes out Ken Griffey Jr and the inning is over but what an inning it was As six. Victor Martinez and Grant Balfour join and benches and cleared.
1: My goodness. This this is Grant Balfour being Grant Balfour. Yeah. He, he is, as you mentioned, Jim, he's amped up. He talks a lot. It's not personalized, but he talks a lot. In fact, he has the demeanor of a guy that
0: wants to fight you.
2: You'll never say that I'm not killing them. Kill, kill, killing them. Oh, no. Killing them. All right,
0: it kill, is opening kill, day. We have a massive show. We've got some predictions, we've got a lot to talk about. And we also have Logan Gilbert joining us after we do some of these predictions are we going to ask him fellas Are we going to ask him what his predictions are is that just is that just stay away from asking players especially rookies about their predictions
1: i think he'd get in trouble if he didn't say mariners (laughs) mariners mariners mariners
0: yeah he's like he's like oh yeah yeah, you know the uh yeah the angels are pretty good man they're gonna go all the way Could you imagine (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah that wouldn't go over too well in seattle
0: so i'm super excited first of all grant how we doing man everything good couldn't be nice. better,
2: mate. Looking forward to this opening day. I'm uh, I'm actually going to be taking uh, the missus and the kids down to uh, opening day for the race. So oh, we'll sweet. be we'll be catching a game.
0: You so, throwing out uh, the first pitch?
2: Yeah, throwing it lefty, so um, should be good. Trying lefty. Now
0: Coming you have done right that side. before during a playoff game, so that's not too out of the question here. They might ask you yeah. Grant Balfour, who is throwing out the ceremonial first pitch for the the, the race?
2: I'll let you know after Friday, mate. <laughs>
0: uh now Cody, Cody the apprentice you're joining us too mate are you you're heading out to watch your, your beloved padres aren't you
1: yeah flying out to arizona going to watch the padres take on the diamondbacks opening day
0: oh look at you flying out too not driving
1: i got oh, school you... stuff,
0: you know it, yeah, it's, it's california hard, I got,
1: yeah i gotta i got, it's a quick ah. trip i'm, I'm yep. flying out wednesday night i get back saturday morning so i'm flying out this afternoon and take that quick fright, trip night. but i'm super excited
0: a private, private, private private straight jet straight from straight from the from the top step money
1: yeah the top step private jet it's got it's got the labels everywhere your two faces are all of the window panes and i can't wait everywhere i go there's grant there's ryan go the apprentice
0: that's right oh yeah hey, word of the day what yeah. is it yeah, yeah. No,
2: no pun intended mate but we're taking off yeah that's right <laughs> all
0: yeah. right now speaking of quick word of the day because we have a lot to get to plus we've got logan gilbert joining us very soon I don't want to keep him waiting because he's about to get on a plane too. You go to Minnesota, they've been pushed back until Friday because uh, of weather. But he's starting game two, which is massive. I want to ask him about that. You got Robbie Ray, the Cy Young Award winner. Then you got Logan Gilbert right behind him starting game two. So big moment for him. We're going to get into that in a second. But we always kick it off. Word of the day. Now, Easter's coming up. <laughs> Grant, you brought this up before we jumped on, mate. Talk yeah. to us about hot cross buns. <laughs> what do you got? <laughs>
2: Oh, mate, your hot cross buns, your hot crossies, you got to get them. Uh, you go down to the local uh, grocery store and you Br- know, Brumby's Bakery. Yeah, you usually uh, you can go down to the bakery, mate, or you can just go down to Coles or whatever and just grab them right off the shelf. But, um, yeah, nothing better than getting home, trying the hot cross buns, just chuck them in the microwave, about 20 seconds, heat them up, and throw a slab of butter on it and uh, <laughs> down yeah. the hatch, mate. Beautiful.
0: So, Coe, just to Coe the apprentice, just to explain, mate, the a hot cross bun, I guess it's a religious thing, right, Grant? Like it's got the cross, yeah. you know, on the top. Basically, it's a bread roll. It's a hot but, bun. Oh, it's a bun, yeah.
2: Yeah, with a cross on it.
0: With a cross on it, <laughs> That's
2: <cross> <laughs> 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 pretty easy. <laughs> it's a hot cross bun. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. they're... Uh, just uh, like, it, you know, those buns they have over here, you just... Simple yeah. as that, and then eat they, they, they put the cross on it, and uh, that's it, mate. Hot but it's fun. a staple,
0: Cowie Co- Co- the Apprentice, mate. It is a staple yeah. in Australia. When you're a kid, yeah. you look at obviously you love the chocolate eggs and the whole bit, right? Obviously, like the giant, you know, the big novelty. giant. I used to get that. Mum used to hook me up, you know, probably yeah. explain why I was a bit of a fat ass when I was a kid. But I used to get the, the novelty big, the giant yeah. egg, and about yeah. 20 more. And then, but dude, mate, you look at look the minute you'd walk into that Coles or Woolies. Right, the gross, the supermarket, or the Brumbies. Even if you go on top shelf, you walk in, boom. When you see those hot cross buns right at the door, you know it's on, mate. Easter's coming. Your
2: beeline right to them,
0: mate. That's right. School holidays, (laughs) yeah. That's right. Just smashing hot cross buns every day. Are they made by
1: a religious organization,
2: or what's there's an actual
1: cross in there? (laughs)
0: Yeah. When you're a kid, man, like, you just kind of think, yeah, sweet. I I mean, honestly, there's no, like, extra flavor to it, right, off It's just like a friggin' bun, right?
2: Just a bun with the cross on it. They just, <laughs> just tastes taste better at Easter, I guess.
0: <laughs> but they just fly off the shelves, mate. It's just, yeah. it's just, like, I don't know what to tell you. Come to yeah. think of it, man, I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what, what is it? You know, what's, what's the big... It's like, like a Hawaiian roll. I think it, ah, boom. Thing. There you go exactly it's kind of like i i guess it's kind of like sweet i know i know every time i do a word of the day
2: sometimes i think you can get a little honey or flavor in them you know right uh, it's definitely definitely good stuff
0: every time we do a word of the day or an aussie segment for all you new listeners we usually have an aussie segment but we've got a pretty jam-packed show today i feel like and i get some feedback too from australian listeners saying no mate you're wrong about this you're wrong about that but regardless hot cross buns good stuff all right now listen we're learning too it's all right yeah we're yeah we're learning too (laughs) All right, let's get into some of these predictions. We want to have some fun. End your big end of year predictions. We're going to talk about the MVP. We're going to go around, do a round table. Who's going to be the MVP pick? Who's going to be the division winners? Also wanna do rookie of the year. Before we get into that though, some of the big news was you see Jose Ramirez sign an extension, which first of all, with the Cleveland Indians, who knows what they're up to? They've got a payroll on, of man. twenty bucks.
2: Stop you there. We're, talking, we're talking Cleveland Guardians, mate. That's right. Okay, but you know what? I did have to just step in. Sorry to. I I'm to not. Get, I suppose we've got to get used to it. Especially you. You're gonna be calling these games, mate. You have to be.
0: be well, on them, I, I suppose I, I did a game against the Guardians the other day, and I think I slipped yeah. up a couple times. Um, but understandably, yeah. mate. Yeah, no one was paying attention to what I had to say anyway. But so we're going to leave that in. I'm not cutting that out either. So it was, as we all know, yeah. as the Indians, now the Guardians. Buff, thank you very much. But, what, yeah. I mean, what are they up to, mate? Their payroll is, what, 30 bucks, And now they're all of a sudden extending Jose it's Ramirez. Good move, good move here or what? <laughs> I think it's a really good
1: move. Uh, Jose Ramirez, top 15 player in baseball, if not better than that. Under the radar. I'm a l- yeah. uh, he's very good. I'm a little confused. By their plan, I mean they always develop pitching really well. They have some young guys coming up. So if their intention is to keep Jose Ramirez, I like it a lot. I don't completely understand why they let it get to the point with Lindor where they had to trade him. I think that's the guy they should have locked up. I think he was more of a face of the franchise.
0: A good point, yeah. But I
1: guess Ramirez. I mean, it's not like Ramirez is any less of a player. He's a very good player, and I I'm happy that he got good money. Cleveland finally spent money. The biggest contract they had handed out before was three years, $60 million for Edwin Encarnacion. So they finally went triple digits in the millions, and they got a really good player for five more years, and I'm happy for Cleveland. I'm happy for Jose Ramirez.
0: Now, Grant, before we get to it, jump jumped all over this too. The the bigger thing here with this is Aaron Judge, right? So you look at this, and obviously Jose Ramirez locks him up. How does this affect Aaron Judge with this Negotiation. I mean, when you look at it, you look at the two players. Now everyone knows the Aaron Judges is the Yankees, he's what, six foot seven. And you know, you go back to Australia. You go back to Australia and kids will be like, Jose Ramirez, who's that again? Who's he play for? That's just the that's the reality of it. But mate, Aaron Judge, everyone knows exactly who that guy is. Yeah. But who, when you look at the last couple of years, you're looking at how much Ramirez per year, what, what's he getting paid per year? What is it roughly? What is it for 25 figure out, mil? 20, around 25 mil. mil. Is Aaron Judge some a guy, because when you look at the numbers, they're pretty similar, right? Correct me if I'm wrong here. Yeah. Is Aaron Judge a guy who obviously, you know, he wants that close to or if not $30 million, but is he worth $30 million a year to the New York Yankees to lock up for a long time?
2: I mean, I think uh, if you look at the numbers, the career numbers, you know, home runs, RBIs, they're on par. They're right there uh, with Ramirez. The only thing that I've got there is the marketing side of it. Where Aaron Judge is very marketable. I think sure. that's probably worth an extra five million a year to him, yeah. you know, being a Yankee. So does he get 30 million? I believe he's he should get 30 million dollars a year, probably. Yeah. Uh, the guy doesn't seem to be slowing down any. Uh, like Kowie said, gotta take, gotta give Kowie the uh, the props for this one. He hasn't been on the field as much as Ramirez. So yeah. there is that angle where you hope that he stays healthy. But I guess when you sign long-term to anybody, you want him to be on the field as long as possible. Um, but I, I see him at 30, you know, and I see it for for six, six years, probably. Six, maybe seven years. So- Ryan, you talked about
1: how Ramirez, no one would recognize him in Australia. Everyone knows Aaron Judge. I think if Ramirez was a Yankee and Aaron Judge was a Guardian, that would be flipped. But I also think that it's really hard to succeed in New York, especially as a guy developed by the Yankees, kind of replacing in a lot of ways that Derek Jeter status of the quote unquote developed captain. And Aaron Judge has done that health concerns or otherwise when he's on the field, he's produced at an all-star MVP caliber player level, and he's handled the media incredibly well. I've never heard a bad thing about him. And to be able to succeed in New York, you have to be able to deal with the New York media. And he's done that incredibly well which is why i think he probably is worth that extra five million a year and the, they're the new york yankees pay up yeah. lock up your guy
0: yeah no a hundred percent i think it's it's something that it you know if, if you're looking at any kind of situation where you, you're creating a, a bad vibrant no no no, just make it absolutely make it happen pay the guy 100 percent. another thing you mentioned too and i, I didn't realize this he did get a late start you, you think he's one of these these Kids mm-hmm. who come up when they're twenty, twenty-one. We're about to see Julio Rodriguez come up with the Mariners, right? He's what twenty-one years old. 21. You feel like he's a he's a young buck, yeah. You look at her and judge it. Just assume that twenty, twenty-one. He got he's a late a, He not even 24. had a cold one. Touch his lip,
2: shit, mate. <laughs> <I know>. That's <laughs> true.
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay.
1: Not legally, but I promise you he's had a couple. Oh,
2: I'm sure, yeah. it's oh, for fun. sure. Have, have yeah, all, mate. Yeah. For, the, yeah. for the purposes of the show and the kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a family show. The top step is a family that's
0: show. That's right, yeah. Yeah. It's a family yeah, band, exactly. mate. Plus, he's a professional athlete, so he doesn't do that either, you know? Yeah, <laughs> He
2: just drinks all in, mate. That's all he drinks. He just he all drinks
0: in. all in. That's right. All in energy drink. Exactly. The energy <laughs> drink at the top step. But no, Aaron Judge, what happened, man? How, why are we getting a late start at 24? Was he slow in the minors? Was there some story here? Am I missing something?
1: Well, he struggled a little bit his first year, and then he had that crazy breakout 2017. He's, I think he's just such a big body, such a huge presence that it took yeah. him a little bit longer minor league reps-wise to, to develop to the point where he could succeed in the big leagues. And then once he cracked through, when he's on the field, he's been nothing short of excellent.
0: Yeah,
2: for sure. I believe he was a pretty, pretty good sportsman too, wasn't he? Like he'd do it all—footy, foot, basketball. <laughs> Hold on, but I, I think you'll find that he—he he, he could have could have had a go at any of those sports, to be honest. Yeah,
0: he's—I mean, he's six foot seven, mate. He—he's yeah, huge, man. He like, I remember a couple of years ago, I walked on the field. Got my uh, got my backstage pass. Walk out of the dugout. Stand on the top step of the dugout. I look over and we're, we're playing the Yankees. Oh yeah, there's Aaron Judge. He's kind of like down a couple of steps. You know? then he walks out and I'm sort of walking behind, not not to say hi to him. I'm just walking yeah. back, just trying to act cool, like talking to nobody. And right behind the the cage, he walks up and he kind of walks me on the couch. Like you forget how big the dude is. You know what I mean? You yeah. really you're a, do. It.
2: You're a good sized bloke yourself, Rhino. You know, <laughs> well, I mean he's 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 an absolute giant, isn't he.
0: Oh, yeah. He he is massive. He's just like... A man man above the boys,
2: mate. I mean, honestly, what's it feel like? I know we might be getting away from things (laughs) here, but what does it honestly feel like to swing a bat for him? It must feel like a toothpick, mate, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no wonder he gets the exit velocities he does. The size of him to swing that bat—it must be. There's no problem getting that bat head through there and trying to connect. You know what I mean? you
0: know, you know what else cracks me up on that is—you see these now. I'm on Twitter, and, and I know Koa, you are too. Balf, you, you stay away from Twitter, but there is some dead set, some hitting gurus. I love it when they break down Jud, Aaron Judge's swing. Now he's got a nice swing, but it's like, guys, listen—you're talking about talk and all these using all these words and all this rubbish. I'm like, man, he's six foot seven and he's a ridiculous athlete. Like, I'm sorry, but like, you can't give a 12 year old the same kind of information because they're 12. Like, I'm sorry. It's the ball is just not going to come off the same way as Aaron Judge. That's just the way it goes. Let's move into some of these predictions. All right. So we're going big here now. Some of these we haven't we haven't discussed this before. I haven't heard Boughs or Coe the Apprentice's predictions whatsoever. I felt like Coe, you are just going to be straight Padres the whole way, but you kind of alluded to the fact that you're not which is good. I, I like to see is, you know you know the game very well. You're very knowledgeable around the league. So I want, I, I do want to go through some of these. Now, if, if you're listening at home and you have some ideas as to good, bad for some of these, or you have your own, feel free to let us know. And we will go back and forth with you all day. Let's start with this. We'll start from the the bottom here. We'll start from rookie of the year. Then we'll get into the Cy Youngs, MVPs, division winners, and we can sort of go off topic here however you want. But <laughs> let's start with and this is by the way this is the toughest one to predict by far yeah. rookie of the year all right balf we'll start with you mate. Who, who have you got who, who are some rookie of the year some guys who, who you're looking around the league who you think could possibly be rookie of the year
2: well i'm gonna go with some with a uh, with a young bloke joey bart with san francisco giants it's gonna be some big shoes to fill but I tell you what, if he uh, if he comes out swinging, the fans are going to love him because they know that you know the Buster Posey period uh, yeah. that's over and done with. They love him out there, but he's gone, so they they got to move on. And they, I think they're going to embrace this kid if he if he really does do a few good things uh, early on in the season. I think his confidence is going to grow. He's a stud. He's ready to take off. So I, I'm going to go with him as the uh, National League uh, Rookie of the Year, mate.
0: All right, let's stay out in the NL. Kelly, who you got, champion?
1: I promised you I wouldn't take all Padres, but I'm going Padre for my first one, and then I'll be done. CJ Abrams, uh, top, top top prospect in baseball. With Tatis down, they need another bat in the Padres lineup. I think he's going to crack the opening day roster. They haven't announced it, but they have announced the AAA roster, and he's not on that, so he's not going to be below that. If he can play up to his potential – all of a sudden, the loss of Tatis isn't as impactful. Tatis comes back in a couple months, and the Padres lineup looks a lot better than it does right now. Speed, he's got some power, great defense, electric energy. I want and need C.J. Abrams to be good, and I think he will be. That's my rookie of the year pick.
0: I will say, Kelly, just on that, you know, Tat- the Tatis news was such a blow, not only to Padres fans, obviously the Padres, but around, around baseball, even kids, man. Everyone wants to watch Tatis play like, they all do. So if you've got a guy like, you know, like you mentioned, CJ Abrams, who, by the way, was my pick as well, so I'm going to go with someone else. But if you've got someone like that who can, you know, fill in and, and you know, hold it down for a second, who's exciting, you know, because, again, we all know the game needs this young, flashy type style of player, Not saying he's that guy, but I'm saying guys who are super talented, super, super athletic. Now, I'm going to go with someone who maybe not as athletic here, but just purely based because this is my second choice. I'll be honest with you. Rookie of the Year's, it's an amazing achievement. It's exciting everything else. Does it predict the rest of their career? It does, but what these guys can turn into is a solid Major League Baseball player, but doesn't always predict that they're going to be an absolute stud. I'm going with Seth Beer, purely based off the name. All right? (laughs) And purely because I did pull up a YouTube video of him taking BP. Oh, my God, man. The dude was just hitting absolute tanks. Now, mind you, this is in Reno. And Grant, I don't know if you ever played in Reno, mate, but the ball uh, does fly.
2: I, I, I have. I've passed through there. But, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. It's, it's not a good place to pitch. No,
0: no, it's not. You got, a bit, you got a couple of gusts of wind blowing a gale half the time. Yeah, and the ball just flies. It. But no, big Seth Beer, he, he, he made a little bit of a splash last year. The people rave about him with the D-back. So I'm going to go National League. I'm going to go Seth Beer. All right, let's get on to the American League. Who we got, Balfour? What do you got? Oh, What do you got, Cody? Uh,
1: I just want to point out really quick, Rookie of the years. West Coast bias. We're all on the NL West. That's I right. love it. That's
0: right. I do like, by the way, I do like the fact that Buster Posey grant with with your point there. I do like that. That that's a good one. I do like some story attached to these names too. It's always yeah. good, someone you can get behind for sure. All right, American yeah. League, Buff, who you got, man?
2: I'm gonna go with uh, Bobby Witt, Bobby Witt Jr. The Royals just the Royals need him. They need more. They yeah. probably need more than him actually, but <laughs> they're gonna have they have still got Salvi behind uh, behind the plate. But I think a kid like this. I'm talking top prospect in baseball, basically. This kid just does it all. Five tool player. He's just he's just a a phenom. It's just waiting to happen. I feel like this guy's gonna blow it out. Gonna be interesting and and fun to see him play. I I do hope for his sake that the Royals win some games and keep baseball fun up there in Kansas City. Yeah. Because as you You know, it's all about winning in the big leagues. (laughs) But right. I think this guy is going to give him every opportunity to win games by having his bat in the lineup and his glove, too, obviously.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to watch him. Did you guys see that side by side with Witt and Trout, the swing? I
2: did. It was, it was identical, <laughs> mate. It was it's identical. so compact. So it's, it's
1: a I know, that
0: football. was cool. That was, that was fun to watch. So, yeah, I'm, look, I'm I'm excited to watch him play. He's someone who I'll pay more, way more attention to the Kansas City Royals purely, not because of Zach Ranky's antics, purely because yeah. of Bobby Witt Jr. I mean, sure. he's a
2: 30-30 guy in the making.
0: All right, Cowie, the apprentice, who you got, man?
1: Grant stole my pick, so I don't know who you're picking. You haven't told me, but I, I think I'm going to guess you're going with a certain Mariner, so I'll avoid picking that one. Okay. I'm going to go Spencer Torkelson in Detroit. Uh, We saw the story of Miggy Cabrera handing over his first baseman's glove almost as a sign of, it's your time now. I think he's going to hit right in the middle of the order. They got some good bats in that lineup. I love the power he puts on. He hit a massive homer the other day in spring training. I want the Tigers to be good. I think it's a lot more fun if that AL Central is competitive. So I like the Royals pick. I'm going to go again in the AL Central, Spencer Torkelson.
0: Yeah, and I think, too, you mentioned the Tigers. I do like when the Tigers are good because they do have that really good fan base. Again, you touch the stories to it, mate. When Miguel Cabrera, like you said that moment, I, I, I love stuff like that. It's so good. Again, this is making me fired up to watch teams that i would never pay attention to otherwise. Mm-hmm. All right. You already—you know who I'm picking here. Julio Rodriguez with the Mariners. Listen, guys, I remember talking uh, last year to a, a friend of mine who's a scout ex uh, Teammate, who's now scouting Julio Rodriguez was in mm. High A last year in Everett, and a buddy of mine took a photo of some a picture of me right because I played in Everett back in the day, like O two. Yeah, you know, there's a bronze statue basically is what I'm trying to say of me. No, I'm joking, but there was some there was yeah. some picture of me from back. Didn't they should the
2: the stadium goes, after you, mate.
0: <laughs> so I'm <was> like <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they should. I'm I'm still offended a little bit that they didn't. It's yeah, I, 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 here's a quick story. So I took a photo. And he goes, oh look at this guy's like, oh, yeah. I said, what are you up to? He goes. Hey man, he goes, I can't, I can't get over Julio Rodriguez. I said, What do you mean? He goes, It is he basically said, and I've never really heard and this guy's very dry, glass half empty kind of dude. He goes, This kid, it is a waste of time, him being here right now. He is too good to be here. And it's just, I was just like, Whoa, well, that kind of hit me. And after that, I really started to pay attention to what he was doing, as we all did in in up here in the Northwest. But when you watch him in spring training, there he has that Alex Rodriguez size in the new york new york yankees uniform presence if that makes sense i know it's a bad example not many people like Arod, especially people up here in the seattle mariners but when you watch him in the batter's box he has that presence that size and that that tempo that a rod had when he was in a yankees uniform right yeah. plus you watched him in spring training this year and it was just like all right are we get really gonna wait are we gonna stall this guy any longer Super excited. It's fun. It's a new era in in Seattle. It's just going to be a blast to watch this kid. The other thing real quick on this, because I want to get to all this other stuff, but he is one of these kids that like, he doesn't, he gets all this attention. Everyone just hypes him up, hypes him up all the time. And sometimes you you hear these young players, they, you know, they try and say the right things or they try and be a little bit combative or it's, he just takes it all in, man. He takes it in and he absorbs all that attention and he can handle it. Like it's, I, I can't quite, maybe Grant, you can help me out with this because you've played with some young studs, right? But some guys, when they've got all this attention, they they kind of have this thing about them where like either they don't know how to handle it or two, it gets to their head. With him, he just kind of, he's very, I don't want to use the word humble, but he's super, he's got an element of being arrogant, but at the same time, he just kind of takes it in and says-
2: Very gracious. I- I- like he- I saw with Scott Service there when they told him he made the team. Awesome. He's like, it's, you know, he's saying Genuine, it's, J-Lo. Right?
0: He's
2: yeah. like, it's J-Lo time. He's like, oh yeah. Like he just, he's ready for it. You know, Yeah, like yeah. he wasn't being arrogant. Nah. He's just like, oh yeah, it is. And he just, t- he's embracing it. Like you're saying, he's taking it in. Yeah. He knows yeah. what's expected of him, but I right. think that he expects that of himself. Yeah. So I don't sure. think it's like a big shock for him. He's like, I know what the people want from me. I know what I want from myself. I'm going to go give it to them. I'm going to yeah. put on a show up here and I'm going to, I'm gonna let him know that hey, I'm here and it's it's gonna be fun to come watch games. So uh, he's he's a good pick, mate.
0: But sure. plus, he respect he respects the level. In other words, he knows that the big leagues is hard. He doesn't think he's gonna yeah. roll in and just tear it up. He respects the fact that I gotta work my ass off to be really really yeah. good. It's something you just see and again. when You've been around the game for long enough. You just see the difference, you know. Okay, all right. Let's let's move on to Cy Young Award winners. Kari, I'll start with you, mate. Who have you got? Let's go in the National League.
1: National League, this is a guy I've liked for a few years now. I really like this team up and coming. I can't (laughs) pronounce his last name, no matter how many times I listen to him say it. Sandy Alcantara, Alcantara. I don't know exactly how you pronounce it. I think
2: they go with Alcantara.
1: Alcantara, however they pronounce it, I love. He's got like 99 mile an hour bowling balls coming (laughs) at you. I think the Marlins are going to be better this year. Not necessarily a playoff team, but I think they're going to be fun. And I think he's going to be the ace. He has his breakout breakout season. I'm all in. Go fish.
2: <laughs> yeah, mate. It's, uh, he, he definitely has good stuff. I'm like, I did get to see um, being here in Florida, some Marlins games and the Rays games. They're showing both. So kind of a, a nice little plus there. That guy's got filthy stuff. I am. Uh, I'm, I guess I'm going to stick here with faithful Dodgers, mate, a winning team. I just believe that, you know, when, when things start happening, you start winning games, good things happen. He's got a good lineup behind him. Can score runs, get him wins. I believe that it's going to get you know get him confidence, and uh, I think Walker Bueller is finally going to break Ooh. out. <laughs> he's finally going to break out and have that Cy young year that yeah I think he's very capable of doing. So yeah, he, I'm, I'm going to go with that guy.
0: Yeah, he, this kind of goes against my pick, but you mentioned Walker Bueller, and, and I know Kelly's shaking his head these beloved Padres, but um, I mean, hey. <laughs> the, 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 the the sustainability too, I think with Walker Bueller, you watch him, he can move at max effort and still gain. There's no fatigue factor here. So this kind of goes against my pick because he went down with some shoulder fatigue last year. We're staying in the NL West, San Francisco Giants has picked him up. Carlos Rodon. Dude, the, this is why I'm saying this, man. I watched him pitch. I watched him pitch early in the year against the Mariners just shoved. And I'm like, God, this guy's nasty, dude. If he can stay six months healthy, pitching every five or six days, I'm telling you, man, he's just going to put up. There's no way he's got a three. It's a two all day. (laughs) He's like, he's just got that invisible fastball up in the zone. And he's like, he's filthy. But the one thing that worries me is a little bit of that injury issue. Now, actually, let's get to your pick, man. You're staying away from Padres. I can't believe it.
1: I, I think the Padres rotation is going to be very good. I don't think anyone there is going to have like a 1-1 one, one ace type season. I think it's going to be a lot of three to four ERAs, which is great. But I I think we're going to see superstar seasons elsewhere and the Padres just have a very good rotation.
0: See, I was, called, was kind of leaning maybe Blake Snell, like, you know, hey, shove up your ass on Blake Snell. You know, I'm I mean, ass- I'd love
1: that. He's my favorite pitcher in the big leagues. I got my Blake Snell jersey right here. Right. But- I would love for him to win the Cy Young. I just think, especially coming out of the lockout, he's mm-hmm. building up a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. He doesn't throw as many innings, even in a normal spring yeah. training. So I think he's going to be a slower buildup, and he's probably going to have a better second half than first half. Would you it know, shock I- me if you want? No, he's done it before, but I that wasn't necessarily my pick. Uh, let I feel let, like let he, me ask you.
0: I have to have to know this, though. How come no shows are DeGrom from either of you guys? I'll give you my well, reason. I can
2: tell you straight away, DeGrom's not starting the season. Right, so he's already on the shelf. There's already doubt there. Yeah, when will he come back? How will he come back? I mean, yeah, if the guy was healthy, I say Jake DeGrom or Max Scherzer. I could have said Max Scherzer. He's the the top three picks right there for me. Those were the those were the three guys. I was umming and Iron eliminated DeGrom because he's injured. He's going to miss time. That's going to hurt him, and we don't know if it's going to be an ongoing thing throughout the year. And then the, the Max Scherzer, a little hamstring coming up, and there was a little fatigue last year. Exactly. Like, oh, he's getting a little older. He does yeah. have a lot of innings. But, man, he he does define the odds every year and just manages to go 200-plus and just be <laughs> a workhorse, punches out 300. He'll, I'm sure he'll do it again, and he'll be right there at the top, probably top three, top five picks in the, in the Cy Young. But I, I just went against it.
0: Uh, I, i'm with you on that now I, I don't want to say this because he's going to be coming on during the season on the show max scherzer yeah. so i don't want to be you know saying oh, yeah, whatever i just worry i worry a little bit about the fatigue yeah. issue we saw that at the end of last year all right moving on because i want to get to a lot here before we get to uh logan gilbert now american league cy young Cody, who have you got this
1: kind of seems like the boring pick but it's a guy that's never won the cy young so i'm gonna go garrett cole He's had incredible no, seasons, no, no. seasons. come on. He's been a top, top pitcher in the league. And he hasn't won a Cy Young. I yeah, think he's going to be even better yeah. than he's been as a Yankee and win it this year.
0: What if he – here's a quick, real quick question, real quick. What if he has a Cy Young-style season, they go to the playoffs, and he's just – average but, struggle but
1: Cy Young voting happens before the playoffs no I know I'm not talking about so. him win
0: the Cy Young I'm thinking of your impression of Garrett Cole are you like oh, mm-hmm. I'm not a Yankees fan I don't yeah. care how he does <laughs> I just
2: think that he's gonna win it this year all right man I, honestly I, I had the same vote I had the sure same vote okay. this guy's this guy is there he is if he's not winning it he's top three right there in the mix every yeah, year yeah. all right I just I see him pipping the post and getting that first one this too much to like about this guy. I mean, yeah. he's just, no, he's I, a I stud. He, I mean, if you're going to put the, if you tell me, Hey, you got to bet the house on it. I'm going to go with this guy. Uh, there are a few other guys I could pick like a Robbie Ray that, that was very, you know, unfashionable, so to speak, not seeing that a little mm-hmm. blindsided, right? Yeah. Not to say the guy didn't have the potential for it, which he obviously did. And there's a lot of guys with potential. Could we see a Shane Bieber get, his, you know, go out there and do it possibly. But I did go with Garrett Cole.
0: All right. I'm going to go with someone who, when you look at, you know, what Vegas is paying, he's a little bit of a dark horse, but I don't understand why he's a dark horse because he's well over 12 months of Tommy John recovery, Justin Verlander with the same team, the Houston Astros. He has got a lot to prove. There's been a lot of doubt about him. He's still got some rock solid years. He was coming into a situation where he was going to have that, two to three to four years before he had TJ, where he figured stuff out. He eliminated a few pitches. Dude, he is going to absolutely dominate this year. You watch him. He's going to win the Cy Young. Boom. Thank you. Put your money on, on, on Justin a, Verlander. That's a bold, bold one. Bold that's a one. Bold Thank bold you to the one. bank. Very bold <laughs>
2: prediction, Matt. But yeah, he, he can very well do it. No All doubt. right.
0: Let's move on to the National League MVP. Who you got? Kowie, I'll start with you. Now, this is really proving my
1: non-bias in this pick. This is a guy who I've liked for a long time. And he had his best power year last year on top of good defense and crazy speed. I hate that he's on the Dodgers more than anything, but I think this is the year Trey Turner goes from a top 15 player to the best player in the league. I think Trey Turner is going to just – and it's his walk year. He wants to get the big peg after the year. I think Trey Turner is going to go off. I hate to say it. I hope (laughs) I'm wrong, but I do think he's going to be an MVP caliber player this year.
0: Beth, who you got, mate?
2: I'm going to go with uh, a bloke that went down at the end of last year. Didn't get a chance to have all the heroics with Atlanta, but did win a ring. I'm going to go with, I watched the spring training, a little bit of BP the other day and he hit a ball about 175 miles an hour into the center field wall, nearly (laughs) knocked it over and he turned around to all his teammates and said, I'm back. (laughs) And it it wasn't Manny Ramirez. I was going to say, was it Manny Uh, off of Ryan? Ronald Acuna Jr.
0: Okay.
2: I've got got him as a pick. The Atlanta Braves after winning it all last year, they got a lot of swag still. Uh, This guy, he didn't get to prove himself in the playoffs because he was hurt at the end there. I got him uh, coming out firing.
0: You guys have got like kind of of those guys who aren't the big boppers, the 40 home run guys. I like it. Some athleticism. I I was going to, not that we have time here, but I was going to talk about the new rule changes next year how that's going to change, you know, so, some of these guys, how they play, etc. I'm oh, going yeah. bright- if you
2: hit a I'm- home run. If you hit it over the fence, you're
0: out six and out, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a new rule. Yeah. Speed right. the game. Make, make more rules. in-game action, more late. movement. <laughs> hey, I'm going Bryce Harper. Look, I, I think he's at that place now. Back to back. Right. You started
1: I'm- with, you started saying BRY. I thought you were going to say Chris Bryant. I was like, no, no way. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going bright, Bryce Harper for, for whatever reason, right? Now, He When he first got to Philadelphia, there was this new team and blah, blah, blah. I I just think that nothing is stopping this guy. Unless he runs into a wall or he has some freak injury. I'm telling you right now, in Philadelphia, he just looks so comfortable. That place, I think, is built for him playing in Philadelphia. The fan base is hardcore. The ball flies out of there. I just think all these little things with Bryce Harper. I just think you're going to see a run in the next couple of years where he is going to be the best player in the game, best player, one of the best players of all time. You are going to see a run these next couple of years. I think he's going. He's going to be. I'm, I'm going hard, Bryce Harper this year again. That's some good happen. picks,
2: guys. Honestly, I, I do have to say none of us went with Juan Soto, who's a huge pick. And <laughs> he's
0: know, the, he's no? actually the
2: front runner. If yeah, uh, as is. far as the odds go, he's the guy. He did, he did finish second to Bryce Harper last right. year.
0: Yeah, so, bro, bro, you watch, um, mate. Bryce is going like to go on a, on a run these next couple of years. Again, if he does run into a wall or break his thumb or, or get hit or something like that, he's sure. going to go on a run that's just going to be unmatched. I'm telling you right now. All right, American League, who we got?
3: <laughs>
0: I'll start
1: off. I think this guy just had the best season in the history of the sport, and he can be 75% as good and still be the MVP. I don't know how you pick anyone but Otani. If he does anything close to what he did last year, pitching yeah. and hitting at an elite level, it's the best player in the sport. That's my MVP. No question. That well, was I will easy say
0: this. One. One, one of the two is going to affect the other. It's going to happen. I'm, I'm sorry. yeah, you know, It didn't happen last year. I, I, he started to do a little bit of this. I'm telling you right now, one of the other is going to affect the other one. From from when I said, from the pitching is going to affect the hitting. At some point, it's going to oh, catch up to him. Well, a controversy here. Oh, yeah. As a,
1: just purely well, as a baseball fan, I'm not an Angels fan. Yeah, I hope you're wrong because it is so fun to watch him throw 100 and hit a hundred ball bro. 500 oh, feet. So, oh, yeah. I this is a fan pick. I think he's the most talented player we've seen. I hope he wins the MVP again. All
2: right,
0: Grant, here
2: I, you go. Uh, it's it's hard uh, to disagree with you. I can't disagree with you, but I was I'm in an iron and I was going back and forward between these two other guys. I mean, there was three guys actually. I can give you the three names. I got Trout. Otani and Vlad Guerrero. Yeah, Junior. Junior. I said, uh-huh. all right. Otani, does he go back to back? I don't know. Does it affect him? Does, has anyone kind of yeah, made some adjustments, this and that? I'm going to go... Vlad Guerrero was very close, but I'm going to go with Trout. He was hurt last year at the end. He was on his way to another MVP. This guy is very familiar with the top three MVPs every yeah, first or second. I'm going to go out He's trimmed down a little bit. I heard he's looking ready, fighting fit, ready to go. And just uh, I see him coming hot out of the gates after yeah. missing some time last year. I'm going to go with Mike Trout.
0: Yeah, I think I, I look. I was I was on on the Trout train. You know, I was before the episode. But there was one other guy that I, I wanted to um, to get to here. And we're running out of time. So what we're going to do? First of all, I'm going to give you my pick. Now, I think I agree with you, mate. Trout is, is got a lot to prove. Not that he has anything really to prove, but I'm saying because he's injured last year. He's kind of yeah. slipped off the radar a little bit, which is nuts. You know, yeah. when you think about it, because he's injured. I'm going with... seen by Otani. Yeah, exactly. And plus, he's got that protection and everything else as well. I'm going to go Raphael Devers with the Boston Red Sox. Dude, I watched this kid's debut. And since then, I've always paid attention to him, kept my eye on him. He's a friggin' stud, mate. Now, I think sometimes he get, kind of gets lost in how good this dude is. I don't know how because he's with the Red Sox, but I just feel like you, you tend to forget. I just think when you look at the overall package here with Rafael Devers, to me, he looks like that. You know, remember in Robinson Cano, year after you just got more and more comfortable, with the game just became easy to him. That to me is Raphael Devers, right now. Listen, guys, I mean, we have to let Logan Gilbert, our special guest, Seattle Mariners number two starters, coming to join us. We're going to get to our division winners and our World Series picks. And As soon as we get done with Logan Gilbert, let's bring him in right now and let's uh, let's hear what he has to say. Let's ask him his predictions. No, I'm joking. Let's not do that. All right, <laughs> let's let's, ju- let's jump in, Logan. I appreciate you joining us, mate. I, I will say this if, right before you jumped on: we we're doing predictions, like we're doing NDV predictions, we're doing Rookie of the Year. Cy Young World Series, so we have to know what are, we need to know. All your predictions, mate. Who's winning the World Series? Everything. I'm. I'm. By the way, I'm. I'm kidding because I said to these guys, I said, "Can you imagine if I'm like, hey, hey, Logan, who are you got, man? Like, who are your predictions?" But all good, dude. All good. Right.
2: By the way, Brett Logan, Ryan's got you down for the uh, AL Cy Young. So no pressure, mate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 exactly. Hey, That's mate,
2: good. go for it. Go That's for right. it. Fuck. Go out and win it, mate. I That's love it. right. You got. You yeah, got to think big, mate. Go do it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. That's the goal. Oh yeah. Well, hey, I it was, love it. I love it.
0: Logan, you're about to leave today. You guys fly out today. Uh, the day we're recording this, this is coming out tomorrow, but leaving today off to Minnesota, how excited are you, dude? First opening day. I know you obviously, you made make your debut last year and you were so good. So fun to watch. And you went through a lot last year, but how exciting is this dude? First opening day.
3: Yeah. Very exciting. I was thinking about that the other day talking to my parents. Uh, I felt like I had, a lot of experience last year but didn't have the opening day the beginning of the season all that stuff so this is truly the first time for me so I'm really excited it's gonna be fun just to be a part of it
0: when you came up it was you and and um you know, Jared Kelnicki when he came up, and Paul Seawell by the way Paul, Paul came up uh, by the way did you <laughs> did, did you catch on to his That's tweet right. yeah he talked to like, Seawell was on the show did you catch on to his tweet when he's like oh, all the prospects are coming up
3: yeah, yeah. He's the one He's the top prospect, Paul Seawald.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. He yeah, no, was, just... was,
3: was a funny bloke. Yeah. now
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the thing was, too, when, when he the, – the guy, like, on the media side, we all sort of caught on, like, chuckled. And I'll be honest with you, mate. Like, I, but speaking of Paul Seawald, I thought he was going to be up there for a week, fill in, maybe get an option down or DFA. I do not even know if he had options left at that point. But, dude, what he did after that was insane, man. It was insane. Amazing.
3: Yeah, he's one of the best in the league. It had to be one of the best relievers. Oh, it's crazy, yeah. dude.
0: So coming yeah, up, right, let's go back to your debut, man. So you come up, Jared Kelnick. Did, were you and Jared Kelnick before that? Were you guys close at all? Yeah,
3: we're pretty close. Um, we came up through the system together. We we started in low A and pretty much got moved up around the same time. So every stop, we were at the same place.
0: Were you guys high-fiving each other when you came up? or did, were, you, were you guys on the same flight and everything?
3: Uh, Well, we were in Tacoma. So we started there and drove over. Oh, you just Uh, drove over. That's right. Yeah. So pretty close. Yeah. yeah. That's
2: that's the nice thing about the Mariners have always had that proximity thing there. It's just a nice little drive over to uh, Safeco there or whatever they call it these days.
0: T-Mobile. Yeah. T-Mobile Park. T-Mobile
2: Park. Sorry.
0: You're Um, on. uh, Hey, by the way, I do want to say this before we click record here with, with Logan. I did ask. Now, Logan, you're obviously from Florida and Grant. To, now, a lot of people, by the way, like a lot of people do know who Grant is, Balfour. He's a household name in Major League Baseball. But you're 24 years old. And I said, oh, you know, hey, and uh, Grant, I'm giving you some shit here. You, you said, oh, oh, I, oh I, I said, do you know who Grant Balfour is? Like, oh, the name rings a bell. You're lying around. Yeah,
2: he, just, he was just being polite, basically. Uh, that was enough. Another... I,
0: probably, I, probably... <laughs> I guarantee you, Grant, good, Logan is going to spend his time... Before now, when he's first started, he's going to be googling Grant Balfour. I, I, I get right, aren't you, Logan? <laughs> I'm
3: gonna know every stat after this.
0: <laughs> just, uh, this. When you go to Oakland
2: this year, just let him know. Just tell him, hey, you're you're a buddy of uh, Balfours, that you'll be totally fine, mate, in Oakland. You'll have plenty yeah. of plenty of friends in in the fans, and he will take care of you, mate. It won't be booing you. You'll be fine. Just let him know you know Balfour, I know the right guy now.
1: Now, Logan, you were you were a very high rated prospect. You're a stud in your own right. You came up with Jared Kelnick, who is one of the most hyped prospects we've seen in years. Did that take off any of the pressure making your big league debut or was it your big league debut? It's your moment. Just the
0: same.
3: Um, yeah, I guess I don't really know if I read too much into it. Um, it's, it's a big deal, just regardless of everything that's going on. So it was a big deal for me, myself, and I'm sure him um, with his own journey, making it up there and then just being up together. I think uh, it made it a little more familiar that we were up there together and we had played together for years now. So that in itself made it a little more. Enjoyable.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, it was man. I mean, Kobe, you weren't up here, dude. But it was. Um, yeah, you know, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. am a pitcher, right? So I couldn't wait to watch Logan pitch. And I'll be honest, I've only seen. I've never seen you pitch in person. So, but I remember, dude, that the whole the whole Jared Kelnick thing was insane. The expectations and everything else for both you guys, but especially for him, man, it was nuts. Is it the same? you feel like it's the same now, Julio Rodriguez? I mean, you were in Arizona. I didn't get a chance to go down there at all. But obviously, Julio Rodriguez, he's a star, man. We all know he's going to be good and everything else. But is it like on another level to Kelnick, or is it kind of the same as far as the expectations and everything going on with that?
3: Yeah, it's a good question. It's hard to tell, Um, honestly. It's somewhat similar. I mean, they're both like they came up as the top guys, you know. supposed to be the next big thing, and I think both of them will be. Yeah. But um, they each had their own moment, I guess. And Jared obviously made his debut already, so he had his hype coming up. And now it's Julio's turn. And based on what I've seen him do in spring training this year, it's unbelievable. He was already really good, one of the best. And he just looks different this year, like even better, so.
0: If you're pitching again, if you're pitching against Julio Rodriguez, and I was just thinking this off the top of my head because I've again like I've watched him, you've seen him a lot more in person. If you're pitching, ha- how do you pitch against someone like Julio Rodriguez? Like as far as from a young player, if you had to face him tomorrow, you what tra- do you got? you're trying to give it are you working for the twins here or what? <laughs> what's going on? No, uh, I am getting you can't do this. this
2: to the young fella. <laughs> That's up in the middle basketball down the middle <laughs> exactly like they said about vlad guerrero not junior but he's dad they said how do you get him out he's shot down the middle and oh, he yeah. pops it up that's basically <laughs> it because you get everything else
3: <laughs> no um i don't know this is a good question um he looks a lot more patient this year i've noticed um right. coming up as, as a younger guy like normal um maybe you try to expand the zone a little bit but i saw him this year and looks completely different like one of the best swings, one of the most patient hitters, one of the best approaches I've seen. I don't know how to get them out. <laughs> Here's yeah. the thing. and this
0: oh, is You don't where have going to worry this. about
2: it. So that's a good thing.
3: Yeah,
0: This is where I'm going with this. Now, again, I watched Logan very closely last year and I love watching. It. And there's a few things I want to dive into about 2021. But every time you pitch, man, I felt like there was never that moment where you're facing some superstar or, or there was those big moments against, you know, Shohei Ohtani or, or anything like that. And you can see it. Like you can say it in a post-game interview where you're like, Oh, you know, they just gave every, every cliche answer, but there, it, it was like, you went to, and again, you're probably not going to admit this, but it's like you went to that next level to say, no, 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 dude, I'm friggin' i not only do I belong here, but I'm going to be like Grant said in the beginning, I'm going to frigging win the Cy Young. I want to be an, an ace of a rotation. Right. And your, your buddy Joey Gerber talked about this too. He's, he was on the show last year that as much as you kind of talk about like, oh, you know, hey, I don't know how I'd get Julio Rodriguez out. Deep down, I feel like you have that thing about you where you're like, no, 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 I'm the friggin', – I'm the shit. I-, I can get anyone out in this game, right? Okay. Is that how it felt? When you were in those big moments, did you get to that point where you're second's away from throwing that pitch saying, dude, I'm going to throw this pitch here and you got no chance?
3: Yeah, I think that's a big part of it. Um, when you put on your uniform and you're out there, everything's different, obviously – my mindset's always been that way on the field and through the like last year ups and downs along the way. Sometimes I felt great. Sometimes I didn't, but I don't think there, there can't be a doubt in your mind that somebody's better than you, that you don't know what to throw them. Even if you're not feeling your best, you tell yourself that they don't have a chance. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't, but if you give them too much credit right away, it's already over.
2: I love it, mate. I've said it a million times myself. I did the same thing myself. and. I love it. I love the mentality. You got it. It's it got to be that way. It's yeah. that way or the highway, as right. they say. So that's Easy, perfect,
0: mate. Easier said than done, though. Man. I mean, there was oh, times yeah, where no doubt. I was clueless, man. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, literally seconds before I was about to throw a pitch, I'm like, oh, if I throw this pitch and I miss by two inches, he's crushing this ball.
2: Confidence brings that, too. The more yeah, confidence, the more success you have. build that confidence, it definitely helps
0: too. Mind you, stuff-wise, I wasn't at, obviously, Logan's level. I was scratching and clawing just to freaking stay in the big leagues half the time. (laughs) Hey, speaking of last year, now, speaking of stuff, I Mm. noticed, I was talking to the guys about this before you came on. It was crazy, man. You're First of all, you slide. Everything, the velocity jumped up just a little bit, but your slider, all of a sudden, you started throwing that a lot harder, right? And you're making these big adjustments, with, especially with that that slider of yours. The other thing, too, I noticed... Before you came up, you threw that that big curveball every time I watched, you know, some highlights or whatever. That curveball was always in the in the middle of it, and you kind of shut that down. Talking to Woody, he was talking about being in the same tunnel, trying to speed that slider up a little bit, and for a command thing. So talk to me about that, man. I, I think it was a game against the Blue Jays where I noticed it. You were trying to throw the slider harder. What was happening around that time of last year?
3: Yeah, so I was trying to make a couple adjustments, kind of on the fly there. Um, and noticed that some things weren't working out, some things I just didn't have feel for. And it's the wrong time of the year for that to happen and had to make an adjustment um, because I wasn't getting my off speed in the zone. I was manipulating the baseball too much from the get go. I wasn't throwing everything like a fastball, which has to be the key. That's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, Especially like you talked about that curveball. that's always been my pitch coming up. Last year, I just didn't have a good feel for it and just kind of shut it down. so I was trying to change my slider as well and throw that a lot harder, thinking if I threw it like a fastball, I should have better command of it. But now it's a different pitch that I have to get used to. So it was it was difficult to make it on the those adjustments on the fly.
0: Dude, I don't know how like middle of August. How the hell you even like? And again, I give you a lot of credit. I've talked about this a bunch on air with on Root Sports and on Seven Ten. Is when you're doing that in the middle of August because here you are, you you. You're starting to get comfortable. You're getting over all those, the firsts of everything, getting to the big leagues and making your debut and you settle in. Now, all of a sudden, you, you're working with a pitching coach and like, hey, let's start speeding up that slider or whatever. And there was a couple, you know, no disrespect here, but there's a couple of friggin' cement mixers in there, right? Mind you, it was 86, 87 miles per hour, but it was just kind of sitting there. You had, you really had no answer besides a fastball and you are starting to get hit. Right. And to, to, to get through that. So, what were some of the things, man? So like you'd have a bullpen session and you down there with Woody or whoever it was. What were some of the things around that time you throw in a bullpen? Was it changing the grip? Was it changing the mentality? Or what, what exactly was it?
3: Yeah, a little bit of both of those. Um, I tried to just find something comfortable and roll with it and not manipulate it too much. Have it comfortable in the hand, throw it like a fastball. Obviously, the movement's going to be shorter and tighter. It's going to be harder, so it's not as big of a pitch. But we really just tried to simplify everything. We're like, okay, these pitches aren't working. They're not in the zone. These are the best starters in the game. This is what they do. How do we get from here to there? Um, And we saw these guys with big fastballs throwing hard sliders that command it really well in the zone. They can expand when they want to. And then, of course, there's some other things that they have as well. But we felt like that was the first step
0: who are some of those guys that you compare yourself to?
3: Uh, some of the guys I was looking at, um, obviously DeGrom is one guy that I pay attention to. Um, even Kershaw's Arsenal, um, Zach Wheeler. Yeah. These guys that have um, big fastballs, sliders that play off it that look like a fastball and then also have a curve or a changeup to go with what it about as well.
2: Justin Verlander comes to mind very much short, yeah, same, little, short same, little slider with that bigger curveball, fastball curve. right off
3: of that yeah that's somebody i watched growing up that was probably one of my favorites that um yeah. big fastball like you said the slider and then the big curveball too. two different breaking balls but both yeah. in the zone just in different ways
2: slowing them down speeding them up but everything's off the fastball at the end of the day you, we all know that you're throwing all these pitches off the fastball you have a big fastball you can miss bats you can strike guys out you know going into the game that hey I'm pitching today with my fastball. Everything else, I'm going to throw off of that. You're going to go out there and throw that fastball with confidence, as you do, and that's what's going to lead the way. I mean, looking here through 2,125 pitches last year. To get a little bit technical here, and 30 barrels. There's only 30 barrels, 8.8 yeah. percent of the time. So man. I'm going to I'm going to roll the I'm going to take the money here, take the money bet, and say, hey, here it is. You know what I mean? 8.8 yeah. percent of the time, you're going to barrel me up. Go ahead and hit it yeah right, man,
0: I, just yeah. just on that though man like when early on when you did said i don't have feel for that curveball and that was your pitch you mentioned coming up it, when all of a sudden you don't have feel for it or your pitching coach is giving you that that feedback saying hey man this is not working you're gonna be sitting there thinking man i've lost one of my biggest weapons my and my safety net like that pitch it's kind of like that feel of okay i can go to this i feel really comfortable in big big counts right
3: right yeah definitely that it felt like it was just the wrong time for that to happen in my mind. Like, Oh man, why is this, you know, why, why do I not have the feel right now? But uh, at the same time, I think you just learn a lot about yourself and you get creative and find new ways. Like, I know these are the things I still have. These are the things that aren't working as well. What can I use kind of the middle ground that's going to get me where I need to be. But um, it's not always going to be easy. Like you're not going to have everything out there. So I think in my first year that happening to me, is in a way, a good thing to kind yeah. of figure out how to pitch, figure out how to get around it. Now, you mentioned
1: Jacob deGrom a second ago. You guys both went to Stetson. You've worked out with him in the offseason. He's put together one of the best five, six years in the history of pitching. I mean, he's unbelievable. What have you been able to take
3: away from a guy like that? I, I really like watching him. Um, all his starts, I try to try to see what he does and how he pitches, how he gets out. I mean, the first thing, everything looks like a fastball coming out of his hand. That's kind of what we're talking about. But even his sliders thrown like a fastball is change up the same thing. There's no difference. There's no manipulation um, from the outside perspective. Um, And the way he commands it as well, like it's not just throwing your nastiest stuff just to try to make it look good. Like it's the command side of it. It's staying in good counts and the aggressiveness on the mound that every single pitch it's a challenge that's that's what it looks like at least when i watch does he even try when he's showing that fastball <laughs> this looks like
2: the easiest 101 you've ever yeah. seen in your life i'm like is this guy even trying to throw hard could yeah. he throw 106 because it's the easiest 101 yeah. i'm like this, it's just ridiculous. ridiculous like he's rolling it over i'm like I that's know. a dot that is absolutely <laughs> crazy <laughs> it's not fair <laughs> it's not even close to fair it's it's yeah. insane
0: Logan, do you, do you have – are you in contact with DeGrom? I mean, I know Coey mentioned you guys came from the same place. Do you, do you have – is a relationship where you can text him say, hey, man, went to the same school? Or, like, would you work out with him in offseason? Or can you say – or does he just ghost you? Is he uh, yeah, guy?
3: no, I, not really. I don't talk to him too much. Um, I've seen him at Stetson a couple times just, you know, throwing bullpens, whatever, ask a question here or there. Um, but try to take what I can – try to, you know, learn something. But um, I haven't I, I don't talk to him too often. Just try to pick up things here and there.
0: Do you, but is that a guy that, like, if you could, like, if would you be comfortable just texting him saying, hey, man, tell me about this, tell me about that? Or you just don't feel like you're – not that saying you don't need to, obviously, because I don't want you to come across like, oh, I don't care what he has to say. But is that something where you don't want to, like, bother him or just because you just don't really feel the need to do it?
3: Uh, maybe a little bit of both. Okay. Um, I think the main things I tried to – watch up close or ask him you know about the slider or whatever it was um and there you just kind of there's a fine balance between making it your own and being your own pitcher um because every feel and grip is going to be different the way it comes out of each person's hand right um so it's it's a good basis like starting point but then from there you gotta do a little bit to make it your own
0: yeah for sure just on that, because I, 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 I was one of these dudes, like I never forget, Mel Stottlemyre was my pitching coach. And he was a Yankees pitching coach. And I kept talking about Andy Pettit. I know, Logan, I know you don't remember Grant Balfour. I don't know if you remember Andy Pettit at all. <laughs> Yankees no, left out.
2: yes, mate, I'll be humiliated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I, I kept talking and, and Mel, Mel Stottlemyre Sr. was always like, dude, will you shut up? Like, you know, stop yeah. asking me about Andy Pettit. Finally, he walked me underneath the stadium and I, I got a chance to go meet. Because he was like my idol, you know? And Andy Paz, like, oh, here's my number if you need anything. I was like, what? I was like, this is awesome. But yeah. I was just too—I was too, you know, chicken shit to, to reach out to him. I think I did once or twice, trying yeah. to ask him questions. I didn't want to bug him, and you know, is he a big text message guy? Is he, you know, obviously back then before Logan? I know you guys are on Snapchat now. I'm talking. This is back in the day, right? So, but it, it, that's just why I'm asking. I was just that dude. I just didn't want to be a just annoying, just punk, you know, asking him a bunch of questions. You know what I mean? That's why. Well, Logan, asking.
1: do you have anyone that you do reach out to like that? That's pitched in the big leagues for a while. Yeah. I
3: was going to say, even now, it just came to mind when you were saying that, like, I think this year having Robbie right there next to us, like he clearly figured it out. Um, He does have that similar profile with the fastball hard slider and that's his bread and butter, what he does most of the time. And I've already asked him a little about his career, like going back to whenever it was 15 or 16 and all the way till now, like, you know, he was really good, but didn't start as a Cy Young winner. And, Found a way to get there, so trying to learn bits and pieces from him.
0: Has he has he been that guy in the locker room, like a guy who's really you know vocal and talking to you and talking to some of the other younger players about this and that? Or I mean, is he, is he that? Is he the kind of guy who wants to naturally take on this kind of like? Yeah, some guys, Logan, I I mean, I know you're only in the big leagues last year, but some guys, like, really sort of force it. And I hate throwing this guy's name under the bus, but Brad Ziegler, I remember when I was with the D-backs, he was trying to be, like, the king of the bullpen. It's like, dude, like, I think you're really good and everything else. But, like, he was just really forced. But is Robbie Ray one of those guys that just naturally you can have that conversation? It's just like, man, everything he says really resonates?
3: Yeah, I was going to say, it seems like just a natural leader. It's who he is. That's the presence he has. Um, And already – He's been talking to me a lot, um, trying to help me, and I've been asking questions. And I've noticed with Matt Brash now as well, um, just kind of like trying to help those younger guys and everybody else as well in the locker room. He's kind of seems like that leader already.
0: Right, yeah, Matt Brash, man. T- tell us, tell us more about him. Is he ready for the show, Coy? What, what are you laughing at, man? He, yeah, he, I'm did, a, he Padres a Padres fan, Padre, man. Yeah. To be named later Oh my god. Uh. What is, what are they thinking? It breaks my heart. Every oh, hold on, time I let's hear go anything. back to that. H- H- Cody the Apprentice and Logan, you might be able to help us out with this because you're probably buddies with Matt Brash. When he got traded over, when was that? Twenty twenty.
1: Yeah, for Taylor Williams, who pitched six innings with the San Diego <laughs> oh Padres God. before he was the.
0: Again, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here, I, Taylor Williams, because I, I remember him. But a lot of people would be like, "Who that?" But Matt, dude, when he got traded over, he wasn't. Or maybe he was. Was he the Matt Brash that everyone talks about now? What, what
1: happened? I, I'm I'm a humongous Padres fan. I'd never heard of him. That wasn't a name on my radar. And then yeah. last year, every time, Pitching Ninja had him on his Twitter account every other day with Matt Brash like, What is this? And then now he's cracking the opening day rotation. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. But like, I'm what happy do you got, for him. Man? I hope, I hope but, he's great.
0: First of all, what happened, Matt Brash? Like, how did he get to this point where everyone's talking about how nasty he is and how, I mean, he got called up last year when he hadn't pitched in the big leagues in a crucial moment? What do you, what, I mean, what happened I, the last couple of years?
3: I feel the same way. I didn't know a ton. I started seeing pitching into last year. Like, I, I know about Kirby, I know about Emerson. We have this other guy in high A or double A that struck out 200 guys or something like crazy. I'm like, who is this guy? And I start seeing the slider and all the videos and that stuff. And I'm like, man, this is legit. And then finally comes up at the end of the year and I'm trying to, you know, peek over and look at the bullpen like before the game when he's throwing. I'm like, that. Yeah,
2: Slider's legit. And sometimes, yeah, you can all you gotta do is take one look. You see, uh, that stuff plays, yep. you know? you yeah. you can exactly. see why you can see why the 200 uh number came up with the punch outs.
0: I love it though. I, I do love the fact that this this makes me feel better because sometimes I base way too much on pitch ninja. I'm like, Oh yeah, he's nasty <laughs> just from a like an edited pitch ninja video. But the fact that Logan Gilbert is saying, Oh, yeah, no, I, you know, pitch ninja, I mentioned that. Okay, I feel much better about basing my opinion off that for sure. Yeah. No, no, hey,
2: mate, I made. Uh, I I wanted to switch just over. You you guys have been. You you you're about to jump on a plane and take off. So we really appreciate you being on the show. But your first game is being postponed. Minnesota weather. I heard it's snowing up in Minnesota. <laughs> to be honest. So yeah. is that pushed now? Your day wasn't your day supposed to be Friday?
0: No, they had Thursday, and then Friday off, and then
2: Saturday. Okay, so you're still so, pitching Saturday, yeah? So, so nothing changes. You, you've got Saturday there for you. Nothing changes mentally there, which is nice. It's not, you know, any type of change. So you're you set up for that. I do, when you walk into Minnesota, into the stadium there, I want you to look for my plaque, all right, when you walk into the stadium. No, he I'm did just play kidding. for the Twins, too. I did, I did play for the Twins, and I, I, I was with the Twins organization for nine years. Played with a lot of those guys where the plaques are up on the wall now, like Morneau and Mauer <laughs> and all that. <laughs> did, did, did your, Somehow your plan, mine fell off. I don't know. No, no, they yours down down. <laughs> when, they,
0: when they destroyed the Metrodome, yours was inside there. That's, that's what happened. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, that's right. I think it got destroyed there. It never made it over to Target Field, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah I forgot. Right. But, uh, you know, I'm sure it'll find its way. Damn, hey man.
0: Logan, couple things, man. And again, I don't want to keep you too long. I know you got to get on a plane on a on a um, Southwest flight to Target Field in Group C. But, uh, real quick, the curveball is the cur- are we going to see the curveball more this year? Yeah, for sure. I've been throwing it a lot already in spring training
3: and bullpens. Um, it's feeling really good right now. Another pitch, I made changes to. I used to throw it 74, now it's around 81. Um, so it's feeling a lot better.
0: Hey, I'm going to ask you one prediction here just to, just to firm this up. Rookie of the year. Who's going to win the rookie of the year? i got to ask you.
3: <laughs> it's gotta be Julio. right?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> one of the big, one of the big topics of the, the recent labor negotiations was service time manipulation. What does it mean to you as a young guy to see Rodriguez crack the big league team on opening day? Like it should be.
3: Yeah. I noticed that I loved it. And I think it just speaks a lot to this organization and also Julio for I mean, he went out there and earned it, and everybody saw that. And I think it's great to see that in the game nowadays, that he went out there, proved himself, and now he's getting his opportunity that he earned. So it's great to see.
0: All right. Now, Logan, before we leave, mate, I do have to ask you, at the end of the year, it was really special. Now, we have the official energy drink of the Top Step is all in. Now, we're going to send you a case of these, champion. This is your, this is your prize for for, um, for joining Coming us. So this is going to get you through the season, actually. Love, right? Need- they're actually they're actually a northwest company as well. So it's time for the all in moment, right? Brought to you by All In Energy Drink. I want to ask you your last game of the season, right? Against the Oakland Days, you, you, you're in the pressure cooker. You guys have to win. You're coming off that tough August where you're trying to figure stuff out. Right there, you are big game. What's Logan Gilbert going to do? Is he going to you know, cave under pressure, blah, 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 all the the rubbish you probably don't even care about. Talk us through that game, dude. Four more games left. You guys are in the hunt. Tell us, take us back to that game.
3: Yeah, it was a ton of fun, honestly. Just first of all, like we're in the playoff push. Nothing else matters. Everything goes out the window. I knew we have to win this game. The guys before me have done their job to put us in this position. So honestly, I just went out there and I felt like I just tried to simplify everything and kind of what we talked about with the fastball and everything else just I'm going to put it in the zone if they hit it they hit it but I want to be aggressive I want to get ahead in counts and like let's make it a challenge let's make it a fight so um it turned out pretty well
0: leading into that game were you thinking of yourself you know oh man like was anything different leading into this game i know you're probably going to you know like honestly what did you did you feel like it felt different in a good way or a bad way um i felt Maybe a little different. I think it was kind
3: of just the atmosphere, like the energy and the stands, the fans. Everybody showed up. Like it was the last week of baseball. There, it was just different. It was crazy. Like this is the most fun I've had playing baseball. The atmosphere, yeah. everything.
0: Yeah, did that? I loved. Oh, I mean, obviously, I wasn't playing, but I was sitting up there like every other muppet. But I was just like, man, this is a. Can we have more of this? Like a, yeah. a good. You know, at least at least four months of this, it was so much fun. I think, but I
2: think going into uh, going into this season, knowing what you felt at the end of last season, has to have a lot of weight saying, man, I, I go out this year and have a year. We put it together this year. We'll be doing the same thing and we can take it a step further going into the playoffs. And I'll tell you, just from uh, my standpoint, I, I did have a lot of time in the playoffs, had a chance to play in the World Series. It is all that it's made out to be. All it's right. awesome. It's the best baseball. Uh, it's so much fun to pitch in. Hopefully, uh, you take you know that last week from last year and take it into this year and realize, hey guys, this is we got something to play for, you know?
3: Yeah, d- definitely. I think so. We got a little glimpse of it at the end there, and hopefully, take it into this year and hopefully, deep into the playoffs. Yeah.
0: So, all right, that was an incredible all-in moment. Brought to you by All-In Energy Drink. Available at drinkallin.com. Use the promo code the top step. Get ten percent off. Don't forget that Logan Gilbert. Even though we're going to send you out a free case, <laughs> it's right. going to be ready to roll. It is on that you're not going to get busted with PEDs or anything like that. I promise you, mate. You're all good. It hasn't got any 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 you know magic sauce in there or anything like that. But Logan, mate, this has been it's a lot of Got nine shuddy, nine shuddy in it. That's yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> <a big> <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: probably no hitter or, or something like that. But that's about it.
0: Hey, like before we let you go and get, get on, on your Southwest flight. The, the one last Joey Gerber, right? we had Joey, Joey was on, I think it was not last year, or the year, year prior to that. Great dude, man. He mentioned you. I said, who are your buddies? Who who are you guys? Who are the young players that we're looking for? This is before you got to the big leagues. He goes, Oh dude, Logan Gilbert, that's my boy. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So we were talking about you. I said, t- tell us more about him. Now, Joey's a bit of a character, right? And he, he said that you were very similar to him behind the scenes. Is that true? Yeah. I think our sense of humor is pretty similar. Um, uh, we're probably but, but you, you, you guys act so different though, man. Like he's very, you know, outwardly a yeah. goofball, which is yeah. great. It is different.
3: Um, but I think once we got to know each other, we're like, yeah. wait a minute, we're kind of similar here. Personality is a little different, but everything else sense of humor. I don't know.
0: He, yeah. um, and, and you said he, I asked you about this before we, we kicked off. He's pumping what 98 at the moment. Just, yeah, him. I
3: think, uh, Last live VP is like 96, 98, just pumping it. I like it. Man.
0: Over, oh, I, right? Joey Gerber, man. I, I want to mm. give a big shout He's a he's a good dude. I, I I like he's a good follow on social media. Yeah, Hopefully yeah, he gets yeah. back to that back to that bullpen for sure. But uh Logan, listen, we're gonna let you go, man. Get off to Minnesota, get off to a good start, have a good April. Everyone in Seattle is so excited about this team, man. The Seahawks have, have taken a bit of a nosedive. Now it's the time for the Mariners to take over Seattle. So, dude, I can't wait. Starting game two, kill it. And we know you will, mate. We're all the best of luck this year, champion.
3: Thank you. That means a lot. I appreciate it, guys. Awesome. Thanks for coming
2: on, mate. And don't forget for grab having... your jacket before you walk out the door, mate. <laughs> <to> do <that>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right,
0: Logan. You. Appreciate it, right.
2: buddy. See you, buddy. Thank you, guys.
1: It might just be that he's tall, lanky, he's got that long hair. But when we were talking about comps, I couldn't help but think about Tyler Glass now the entire 100%. time.
0: Uh, I agree. <laughs>
2: yeah. You know what? I never thought about it until just now. It's unbelievable what you just said. It is yeah. that's a great comparison. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He mentioned yeah, a couple of names. I forgot too. I forgot the Grom and him went to the same school. I completely forgot, you know. But that's what I was asking, man. I was like, I was like, is that is that a dude who like maybe work out in the offseason or you can yeah, you, know, you got him on the text. Hey, hey, Jacob. Not that you want to bug dudes, or maybe you do. I don't know. Or but he maybe went to the
1: same school, like you got yeah. you got that connection already, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah for sure.
2: I guess I it just depends on where you know where where they're living in the offseason. I don't know where. Obviously, he's yeah. over near Orlando somewhere. I don't know where the Grom is. Yeah, uh, maybe he hangs out in Port Saint Lucie. I don't know with the Mets, you know. But I've got a feel, when he probably doesn't.
0: The Grom lives in a penthouse in Manhattan, so. <laughs>
2: Yeah, throwing yeah. like so bullpens on the, roof, on the <laughs> yeah. roof. It's top secret, mate.
1: <laughs> Who's that pitching on top of the Empire State Building? Yeah,
0: he's got uh, Central that, Park just right uh, out oh, the view. Okay. throwing pens, yeah. like it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, you know, life's
1: good. For those <laughs> he's got guys, a whole white right? room.
0: He's got a whole white room up top. Love <laughs> in it. In
1: between, in between but, skyscrapers, you got a catcher on the other building. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, I can't off. help
2: it. Yeah, the Tyler glass now. You bring him up. I know we're not. We're leading on towards the end of the show here, but that, you know, that really, I do believe hurts the raise chances. We didn't, you know, some of the predictions and stuff that we talked about earlier, you know, I just think it's uh, a guy that really would have been able to hold a lot of weight for that team this year. I think you're going to miss him a lot. Hey, we still got, hey, hey,
0: we still have some more predictions we're going to get I to. Know. And that's why well, I look- kind of was
2: stirring around that. We need to get back to that and finish it.
0: All uh, right, let's do it. All right. All right, so we, we do have to finish off some predictions. And First of all, Logan Gilbert, massive thank you. That was fun. Now, again, I know I do have a lot of Mariner people listening here, so I do have to tread lightly, all right, with, with uh, some of these predictions. But let, let's start off division winners, guys. Now, hey, first of all, Cowie the Apprentice, mate. You, you're, you're up with all this stuff, and I know Grant and I should be, but you're much more in tune with talk, – talk us through the playoffs, mate. How, how does it work? you got the division winners, division winners, and then what?
1: Right, so each league has six playoff teams. you got the three division winners, and then there are three wildcard teams. The two best records of the division winners automatically get a buy into the DS. So if you're in the NL, you go straight into the NL DS if you're the two best division winners. Then the sixth best team, so the third wildcard team, plays the third best division winner. So the one division winner that didn't get the buy plays the worst wildcard team. The other two wildcard teams play each other. Gotcha in a three game set whoever wins those two three game sets ends up going on the the best record place. the winner of the six three gotcha wild card series the four five wild card series ends up playing the two gotcha in the nlds
0: okay my head's spinning but i know it
1: makes more sense when you see it all written out and i think it'll make sense once we have the teams as opposed to one six two five but it is pretty straightforward
0: yeah, there's yeah. no choosing. It, I want to it play. It does this give team. you that incentive to finish first
2: or second to go yeah. out and get that best record to have that week off, set your pitching up. Yeah, uh, I like I like the incentive behind that. For get sure. that little break, and you don't have that one game playoff at the end of the year where that team that sneaks in with eighty four wins I love beats the team with hundred one wins, and you're like, come on, how did how do
0: they get to go into the? Playoff? I love that I somehow they are able to eliminate that man. The one I game do too. thing.
1: You Anything can, can imagine- happen
0: in baseball in one day. We all know that.
1: Well, in baseball, you know is I mean? such, it's a three-game series is like core of baseball. We have yeah. three-game series for six months. We, I like, I like ending the year with this three-game series before yeah. you get into the real playoffs. Right?
0: Yeah, you're a fan base. A good job. You've been there, you know through and through with that whatever team, and then one game, something <laughs> happens. It, no, okay, all right. So let, let's go through. Let, let's start with the National League guys. Let's let's start with the NL East. Who we got?
1: I'm running it back with the Braves. I think they got better this offseason. Obviously, losing Freeman is a huge blow. But Matt Olsen is as good of a replacement as you can find. They're getting Acuna back. They're getting Soroka back. Those are two huge additions to an already really strong team. I think the Braves are the team to beat in the East. So in the Central, I got the Brewers. I think their pitching is just so strong. I think they're sneakily becoming the Tampa Bay Rays of the National League. Where their lineup isn't necessarily super scary, but it's a bunch of really good players and they have such great pitching that they're hard to beat. And then in the West, as much as I hate to say it, I'd be lying if I didn't think the Dodgers are gonna win. They're I mean, they're they're a powerhouse. I mean, it's I I don't think they're gonna win the World Series, but we'll get into that in a bit. But I think the Dodgers will win the West. And then my three wild card teams, call me biased. I don't care. The Padres are making it this year. Okay. A wild-card team, I believe in the pods. I think the Giants are still going to make it, even if they aren't as good as 107 wins like last year. And then I think the Cardinals are going to be the third team. I really believe in organizations. The Cardinals, every single year, are right there. They either make the playoffs or just miss it. I still think they're a really good team. Arenado and Goldschmidt on the corners, and I think they get in there as the sixth wild-card team this year.
0: All right, Grant, who you got?
2: Yeah, mate, I, uh, I'm i going to go with the Braves in the East. I still believe in them. I think, like you said, they got – Soroka back, uh, Olsen, who just steps right in there and takes over. They're they're just they're a powerhouse over there. They got got a great team, great vibe working over there with hitters uh, on and off the field, offense, defense. They they got it all. They're built to win. In the West, I'm sticking there with the Dodgers. I know the Giants snuck it out there last year, 107 wins and whatnot, but uh, I got the Dodgers taking that this year. And in the Central, the Brewers. I totally agree. The the pitching there is just so strong. They got two potential Cy Young winners there. They're bullpen strong at the back end. Uh, I believe that, uh, that they will win the Central. My picks, I went with the Mets. I know DeGrom's hurt, but I believe you'll be back with the one-two Scherzer, DeGrom, and, uh, and the Mets lineup. I mean, they, they, do have, they do have guys in the lineup that can hit. Plenty, there's plenty of power there. So I believe that with those two leading the way with a one-two punch, um, I believe that they will sneak in there. I got the Giants and the Padres in the West. I think it's going to be uh, a dogfight. I think it's time for the Padres to step up and get to the playoffs. Yeah. They need to be there. Last year was a disappointment, and I hopefully they take that personally. Uh, for your sake, Coey, and they step up and, and make the playoffs, I've got them going in with the Giants as well. Okay. The Giants pitching, they, they've got some ridiculous pitching there. I mean, they've they probably got, you know, they don't have the innings that I'd like to see. But they got four starters there that are
0: really good. Yeah, it's a good point. They re- yeah, they they really do. Ryan, I'm curious to see where you
1: have them, but I I was looking at the Mets lineup a couple of days ago, and you know they were obviously I was considering them too as one of my playoff teams. I think the Mets season is going to come down to Francisco Lindor, because outside yeah. of Pete Alonso, there's not all that much power in that lineup. Starling right. Marte is a really good player. Well, Pete Alonso have have obviously them has them of power. No, he's a free agent. He's he hasn't free signed agent. yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So and he's still a free agent. If, if Lindor is Francisco Lindor, like we know him to be, I think the Mets are certainly much closer to playoff contention than I have them. If right. he's 2021 yeah. Lindor, about, it's uh, what it's about not as Robinson
2: of a Cano making a comeback player of the year, possibly. He did his spring right. training. He that, did make that, He had a good spring training. Yep. Went four for four the other day. Let's not rule him out, I, but I, I was just
0: about to say, okay. All right. Now, first of all, let, let me go through my picks. And I'll talk about the Mets here in a second. I'll get the, the Mets being the, the, the winners of the, the uh, NL where uh, NL East. excuse me. Here's why you, you mentioned obviously DeGrom. Okay. He's hurt. They need to give him enough time off, man. Last year was ridiculous. How did uh, his shoulders was banged up. We have to get him back straight away. It just didn't work out. You've got to give him, give him two months, give him two months to recover. Right, you knew that. You've got Scherzer, Chris Bassett, right? Taiwan Walker, who's no slouch either. He was here with the Mariners, and then you have Carlos Carrasco. And then on the bullpen side of thing, Edwin Diaz. Now, no, there's there's a like bit of a, a shaky moment, but dude, he is nasty, man. I'm telling you right now, if he can be seventy thirty when it comes to consistency, he would be good to go. And then Adam Ottavino, filth. Okay, I just think and okay. Now let's get to their lineup real quick. You mentioned Robinson Cano, man. I'm telling you, with all the stuff like going to the Mets, and you know, there was a, a big deal in Seattle, the Yankees, blah, blah, blah. Throughout the history of his whole career, I think this is this year. This happened one year in Seattle. He came back and he was really motivated to be in good shape and work at another level. And it showed, man. He friggin' dominant. I'm trying to remember, I think it was 2017. He was a different dude because mm. he kind of got ridden off a little bit. He's going to be the X factor. Francisco Lindor, I think, is going to be good, but Balf, I agree with you. Robinson Cano is going to be that X factor, and let's not forget Mark Cana. you know he's obnoxious to watch play, but dude, he's a stud. They brought him in. I just think you have enough depth there with that team. They're gonna, and I want to see the Mets, by the way, in the playoffs. I think it's, it's baseball needs that. I just think they do. They need that crazy owner of theirs to start throwing money around at the trade deadline and whatever and go nuts. And they will.
2: And that's the other yeah. part of it, too. I think they will. they'll stick their neck out and they'll go spend money. They've spent 100%. enough. They'll spend more. He wants it. Yeah.
0: And, and again, in El Central, I think, the, yes, I think the Brewers, I agree with both you guys, but I'd love to see the St. Louis. Dude. I'd love to see, like, Albert Paul's, yeah, rattle off 25 bombs or something. <laughs> 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 Just be a huge – and then see him in the playoffs, too, to finish his career. I'd love to Elena. see that. And I think –
2: all the yeah. boys, all the boys th- finishing up with a big victory.
0: Yeah, I think I think the Brewers, okay. I think they're gonna be and again the Dodgers, man. Look, look at it. the Do- okay. Kershaw, Urias, Bueller, Andrew Heaney's a little bit, you know. Uh, and who knows what's happened with I, I, I Trevor Bell will not be in another in a Dodgers uniform again, I don't think, right? The thing that gets me with the Dodgers, no offense, Coe. I know the Padres may have it. I haven't looked into it this much. They have depth, man. They have when Remember, let's not forget, it's going to take you look at your five starters, and this is what I worry about with the Mariners. You look at your five starters and say, Oh, okay, great. You need depth. The, the Dodgers rolled out 13 different starting pitches last year, and they're the LA Dodgers. And they had those when you those 13 names you look at, that's depth. It's not, oh, number, you know, eight in that 13 was some dude you never heard of has a six or just a marginal player. You know, it you're, always you're talking, takes depth. Mate, I just want
2: I just wanna say one thing about the Dodgers. And you're talking about depth. Just a name that I believe is gonna play a part with the Dodgers this year. Bobby Miller. Did you That's see this guy out. throw yeah. the ball the other night? Yes. Bobby Miller. Yes. Struck out Shohei Otani and told and made him look like he's little, you know what? With a Hundo. See yeah. ya. Sit down. Well, speaking with, of that, and then goes in with a 99 sinker. That guy's filthy. You got him? you am gonna make a part. He's gonna be pitching for the Dodgers this year. At some you got point,
0: the, you got the nastiest dude in the game, Blake Trinan. Sorry, no, he's filth. And then you, and then you've also got Craig Kimbrel. So I, no, look, the Padres. I think if Fernando Tatis comes up once he's healthy, they're gonna be awesome. Don't get me wrong, Dodgers. You can't, you can't deny that. And I think with the wild card teams, I think okay, I'll give it to you, Padres. One more so quick
1: have, thing on the Dodgers, really quick. I think people aren't – I know because Bauer didn't have a full year and Scherzer wasn't there the full year, we're kind of ignoring the fact that that's 28 starts of Cy Young caliber pitching when you combine those two Yeah, because Bauer basically had the first half, Scherzer had the second half. Yeah, And they don't have that this year. Kershaw's getting older. I know Bueller's a stud. Urias had a great year. I know that. But I think that the high-end pitching – you talked about the depth, but the high-end guy – the Bauer scherzer combo being gone this year is gonna hurt them a little bit. I still think they're gonna win the division, but I don't necessarily think they're gonna be in the 105, 110 range like they've been.
0: Yeah. Hey, I will say that guy, have you seen Kershaw this spring training?
1: I Looks haven't good.
0: no. Looks I yeah. mean he's Clayton Kershaw, like of course he's good. I'm, I'm not he's not the him, same, but. he's not the same dude back in you know 2010 or whatever, but I'm just I'm like, oh, it's you really you kind of root for that guy to be really good say so glass half full, but he looks like a stud. All right, let's go. You want to do your
1: NL wildcard teams?
0: The Braves, the Cardinals, and the Padres. There you go. Boom. Giants, you're out. Jogan. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, let's move on to the, let's move on to the AL, uh, AL. we go for it.
1: In the West, I got the Astros. I think it's their division to lose. They've been doing it for so long now. I got the White Sox in the Central. That's another slam dunk for me. The AL East is going to be really, really competitive. For sure. I'm going to I, – I don't understand how. I don't think they're that good, but they're really, really good at winning. I'm going to go back to Tampa Bay because they just win 100 games every year. And until they don't, I'm going to pick them to win the East. Yeah. Wild card-wise, my shocker is I don't have the Yankees in the playoffs. I think the Yankees are going to miss it. I think the Red Sox and the Blue Jays both get in out of the East. I think the Blue Jays are being a tad overrated, mainly because they lost Robbie Ray and Marcus Semyon. I know they added Chapman. They added Gossman. But I don't think they're necessarily that much better than they were a year ago, even though they're still really good. I was really, really fighting over this third wildcard spot. We just had Logan Gilbert on. I know you're in Seattle. <laughs> I love what the Mariners are doing. But I have a weirder team than the Mariners. Oh, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid on Shohei and Trout, full season, and Rendon. <laughs> All three are healthy. Give me the Halos. Give me yeah, Syndergaard, Mar- pitcher sure in the wild card series.
0: No, a Syndergaard, even though I like... If you can stay, dude, he's fun to watch. I, I hear. I, ahead, it's
1: the Angels, so it's hard to really feel firm about that because they find a way to not make it. But mm. I, I, it's so good for baseball. If Shohei, Trout, Rendon, Syndergaard, if they're all in the playoffs, yeah. that's awesome. I, I, I
0: agree. It. I agree with that. Yeah. For sure.
2: All right. I, uh, I'm going away from my hometown roots here uh, from the Rays. I'm going with the Blue Jays this year. Just got right. a feeling that the Blue Jays may pull it off this year in the East. Uh, they were very close last year. Those guys are getting even more mature. All those young studs in the lineup, there's a handful of them. They're old men. Their fathers were you know, all the famers, and uh, they're, they're all on their way themselves. Uh, I believe that the Blue Jays may, may just be their year. Uh, I am going to go in the West with the Mariners. Nothing right. to do with uh, anything else other than I just believe that this could be their year. I like I'm it. am going to go with the Mariners over the Astros. It's going to be tight, very tight. I believe Oakland's taking a step back. Uh, the Astros are always there. They're a powerhouse. They're going to be good. And the Angels, as much as I just, I look at the team and I go, wow, how, this, how do these guys never make, seem to make the playoffs? And I just feel like they're, just, they're not going to do it again. I just feel like they're going to fail us again. But, I, um, I mean, I, I'd like to think that they do for their fans, but I, I have the Mariners there. The Central, I got it as a slam dunk right there with the White Sox. I think that they are very good, probably even better than what they were last but, year. But Jose
0: Ramirez is signing an extension. I mean, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just Jose Ramirez is signing an extension. That's right. <laughs> and Cleveland, Cleveland will, the fans there will enjoy that, but I don't think they'll be happy <laughs> the the I did go with the Rays. And the Astros as wild card teams, and the Yankees. I got the Yankees in there as a wild card team as well.
0: All right, so here, here we go. Now AL West, and again, I do believe this too, but I can't go. I can't go outside of the Mariners. Listen, like just because of I know you, I talked about the Mets being in the playoffs, whatever, but Seattle will go nuts if this team's in the playoffs. Nuts! I know you guys don't live here. I'm just saying. I just think yeah. it's oh, man, it'd be a lot of fun to watch this team. That's it's a fun team to watch. AL West, I've got the Seattle Mariners. Central, White Sox. Okay. AL East. I am with you, Cowie. The Blue Jays. I get it, man. Offensively, awesome. But I'm looking at this starting rotation. All right? Now everyone talks about, oh, yeah, you know. Hunchin Ryu is good. Berrios. Berrios, sorry. Good. Kevin Gossman, good. I get it. Alex um, Manoa. Manoa, am I saying that right? Yeah. you say Kikuchi, no good. He was in Seattle last couple of years. I'm sorry. If that's who you're going to have in your rotation, I know they've got some depth. There's just a two there's too many question marks here. There is not enough depth in their bullpen. They are overrated. They've got some massive thump in the lineup, but it's not yeah. going to get them to win the division. I've got the Boston Red Sox. Now, Chris Sale, when he's back doing his thing, sorry, no one's nastier than that. The big, the big question is how many starts is he going to have? Yeah, that's a good question. There's a big question, Mark. Nathan Evaldi, nasty. Nick Pavela, okay, Tanner Hout, Michael Walker, Rich yeah. Hill, James Paxton. Hill. I go back to Paxton coming off to Tommy John. He's going to be back at some I point. I think yeah. there's
2: more question marks in that starting rotation than there is in the Blue Jays. There is. There totally is, but- honest with you.
0: There is, but I, I think there's just a little bit more depth. I just think there's a little bit more depth when you get if let's say you get to a place where the Boston Red Sox can do their thing like they have every other year, and they get to a place where they can be right there banging on. And again, they're they long shots in Vegas, right? I get that, yeah. but then also too, the lineup is experienced enough where they will do things, have those kind of at bats which is sustainable. I just see them in in the in the AL East now. I'll give the Blue Jays a, a wild card spot. I'm going to give it to the Angels. I want to see Mike Trout in the playoffs, 100%. Oh. And I'm going to give it uh, to the Houston Astros as well. They're, oh. they're my division winners. All right. All right. Who, wins, who wins the American League? Who wins the National League? Who you guys got?
1: I'm picking the Braves to go back. I really think that having Acuna and Soroka on the bench last year, they were with the team as they were winning the championship, but they didn't get to do it themselves. Those two dudes are studs. They're hungry. The Braves are really good. This is their window. I think the Braves are going to go back to the World Series.
0: Okay, Grant, who you got? And
2: uh, I mean, this is this is really really tough. I see the Mets in the playoffs with the and Scherzer. I see them right now. I can just close my eyes and picture them. It's one two punch in a in a five game series. We're just unstoppable. You can't touch these guys. But it's just so much to rely on. And and are they going to be healthy? And and whatnot, I'd like to think that they're going to do it, but uh, I'm going to stick my neck out there and and go with a little bit of a wild card on this. Someone I'd like to see is
0: the Brewers. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going Mets. You watch, mate. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, again, Degrom. If he if he throws four months of this season, Max Scherzer. If Max is eighty percent, we talked about him getting fatigued here a little bit, and the rest of the cast and crew, the off whatever. Plus, you know that y- your boy, the owner, Steve, Cullin, I was about to say, Colby, but I was like, if I got, it? Is, is, is it Cohen? Not yeah. related,
1: unfortunately. I would yeah. take his, I'd take his money, but not related.
0: You watch, mate. He's going to completely. You watch at that trade deadline. He's going to go berserk. He's going to have baseball ops and people saying, "Oh, hey, you know, simmer down. We need to." No, he's going to go. No, screw you, dude. I'm going to go out and get whoever the hell I want at that deadline, and you're just going to give up whatever the hell I say. You watch, mate. They're going to be ridiculous. that's the National League team going to the World Series. I want to see it, man. I want to see the New York Mets go nuts, just like they did back when that 30 for 30 documentary back in the day with Keith Anders and and the rest of that crew, you know, who were doing all kinds of crazy stuff back in the day. I'm not going to say it on this show, but that was good times. All right, who we got for the American League?
1: This one's really tough. I mean, the National League wasn't easy either, but – it's really hard for me to pick against the Astros because they've been to the ALCS each of the last four years. Mm-hmm. So if I can tell you that they have a 50-50 shot to get to the World Series based on the fact that they'll likely be in the ALCS just based off history, then why wouldn't I pick them? But I'm going to go a little bit more fun. I love the White Sox. If their pitching rotation is healthy come playoff time, it is such a fun young lineup yeah. with veteran studs like Abreu and Tim Anderson in there as well. Throw on Moncada and Luis Robert and – Eloy Jimenez, I think that's a team that can get hot in October and take on the Braves in the World Series.
2: Right? Yeah, who you got? Yeah, I, I have to say I got it penciled right here. got the circle right around the White Sox. And you got Liam Hendricks there, uh, our Aussie, Aussie buddy, uh, at the end of it there to stop it down and, and maybe throw that, uh, that last pitch that's going to take him to the World Series. But, yeah, they, I mean, look at their uh, look at their lineup. I mean, it's stacked with power. Uh, a lot of presence there, and then you know they got starting pitching. it will be interesting to see uh, Kopech this year. We didn't really talk about him that much, but he's the kind of guy that could be, yeah. uh, you know, very very good for him. He can take off. He's got the stuff to be exceptional. Uh, Lance Lynn, if he can back up some of the years he's had. Giolato, uh sees, and then you got the veteran Dallas Keuchel. Dallas sorry, <laughs> Dallas Keuchel. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, I just think that, uh, you know, he's kind of been there, done that, and he could just uh, follow in the footsteps there with, with the other boys, too. So,
0: yeah. Now, I, look, again, I was the White Sox. I, I don't know whether to go with our friend of the show, Liam Hendricks, our Aussie mate, or if I go with. The Seattle Mariners (laughs) winning the whole whole thing. I'll tell you right now, Julio Rodriguez is going to hit 60 home runs. Get off the high horse. Get off the high horse.
2: How much are they paying (laughs) you over
0: there? Logan Gilbert's going to win 25 games. We just (laughs) had him off. We just wins to him. Wins the Hall of Fame induction. We just talked to him. You can hear it in his voice, mate. He's going to win 25 games. 25 is a lot of games in the big league. I did, I did
2: like the way he talked. I love his approach. I do like uh, the way he talks. I do believe that kid will do some big things in the game. He, I like I him too,
1: him. but no one had more than
0: 21 Not, wins. Nothing last year.
2: like that. But he might uh, might fall short of the 25. But uh,
0: <laughs> I can see. Look, I can see the White watch. Sox, but, but, but go Mariners. All right, who's winning the whole thing? Who you got?
1: I can picture a world where it gets to October, it's the end of the month we're absolutely killing it on this podcast 10 billion listeners every episode who's in the world series liam hendrix is closing out games and he's yes. coming on the top step podcast Man. right then, after he closes game set on the in world person series. first interview top <laughs> step
2: live. give me the white
0: socks <laughs> live yeah
2: live <laughs>
0: Yeah, we're going to have a set there at the stadium. He's going to throw and then walk straight up and go, hey, fellas, what's going on? Talk about the word of the day. Boom. He
1: knows his Aussie mates. He doesn't care about these American reporters. He wants right. you guys.
0: That's right.
2: Look, mate, I, I would love I would love for that to happen. I would absolutely love for that to happen. I, um, I, It's either the White Sox or the Brewers for me. I got them playing each other in the World Series. I am going to be, uh, go a little bit closer to home. Uh, The girlfriend's uh, from uh, the Milwaukee area. I'm going to go with the brew crew. A lot of the, a lot of, met a lot of friends, uh, a lot of family from up that way now. And uh, I believe it might be their time. It's been a long time coming for them.
0: Carly, listen, mate. Well, we've had, okay, listen, the Mets, Max Scherzer's been on the show. He's coming back on this year. So he can join us live as soon as he throws his last pitch. That works for me. Hey, Logan Gilbert with the Seattle Mariners. He was just on today. He can join us. Liam Hendricks, big friend of the show. He can do an Aussie segment. That's so a tough one. But I will say, I'm going to have to the White Sox. man. I, I, you, can, you can kind of see something here. They missed out last year. They kind of tanked a little bit in the playoffs. But you can just look at that line and go, man, that's, that's tough. That's tough to pitch to. I have to. I'm going to have to go White Sox here. Liam Hendricks, like you said, join us live right there. We're going to have the, the, the set set up, the, the top step, uh, the studio set up or whatever. He's gonna come join us right after white sox all right
1: so we got White sox white sox and Grant has the Brewers that's right Ryan's for some, the white sox. Yeah.
0: For some because he knows because he knows his girlfriend's listening right now he, he, he wants to make sure he's not upset we got with anyone.
2: we got we got about 20,000 listeners up there in uh, Milwaukee yeah he so, doesn't he
0: doesn't want to upset his uh, girlfriend's Facebook friend whose cousin is a brewers fan that's 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 what it's come down to don't worry about lamb hendrix hey don't get
2: me started on the
0: mariners then (laughs) (laughs) step outside
2: the box mate (laughs) there is a there are other states other (laughs) than washington all
0: right well guys this has been an absolute blast we're gonna get off happy opening day can't wait baseball is back 162 games we're going to have a ton of really good guests. And, and by the way, one thing I, I want to do as well, I want to have people on grant. And you know, we've talked about this. If someone's killing it that week, we want to have them on the show. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we want to try and keep up with who's doing what in the show. And maybe, What's maybe brings, maybe bring some players that you've never re- quite heard of to when, you, you know, if you listen to the show, you're like, Oh, I didn't know, he was doing his thing. So it, that, yeah. that's what makes this show. Great. But, Guys, this has been fun. Great show. Coey, safe travels in your uh, private plane down to uh, Padre. Watch the Padres do their thing. Balfour, enjoy the weather. And I'm going to hang out here and do my thing. I'll, 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 we're moving into a new house in two days. I can't wait. So I'm going to move into a new yes. house. But there yeah, we go. Get the
2: big screen up, mate, ready for opening day. You're gonna make need sure. The, get the, make sure you get the cable TV on you sure it's set to go. Or, got some, got or do your MLB at bat, or whatever you're going to do. Yeah, awesome. Root Sports, man.
0: Root Sports Northwest. Root Sports, sorry, it, here. Root Sports right. Northwest, man. That's it. All right, guys. Have a good one.
1: There you go. Happy baseball season. There you go.
2: will never say that I'm not killing them. Kill,
0: kill, kill. How are we doing, mates? How are those? predictions what do you think we're going to revisit them at the end of the year let me know what you think if you've got some good predictions or some you're shaking your head right now if you're a padres fan or whatever i don't know just like how we friends. uh let us know and make sure you make sure you click subscribe too make sure you leave us a review click subscribe tell your mates enjoy the 2022 season it's going to be an absolute blast enjoy the top step we're going to have an episode every week bringing you new players throughout the season who are doing big things we're just gonna have a lot of fun man i can't wait all right guys we'll catch you next week right here on the top step